Hey there. Ever feel like you just need a break from the day-to-day of work, put on that out of office and be alongside peers learning from fellow nonprofits and industry experts on what they see working when it comes to fundraising, marketing, growing a monthly giving program, retention, everything that encompasses what you do? Well, if so, I have two events for you to mark down. June 4th and 5th is Donor Perfect's Community Conference Spark. It is for any fundraiser wanting to excel in donor management, program innovation, community engagement, and organizational growth, and it is free. So click the link in the show notes to register. And then an event that I have attended three years in a row is the NEO Summit, combining practical, actionable, and very data-informed content with also this really electric and immersive atmosphere. The NEO Summit is more than just a conference. It is a really fun and great place to get away from your desk and innovate your fundraising and accelerate your impact. So you can join hundreds of your fellow nonprofit professionals in Indianapolis in September on the 18th and 19th. And you can save $600 on your ticket right here. It is the lowest price available anywhere. So click the link in the show notes for both of these events. They are incredible. They put on an incredible speaker presentation, all tons of great resources for you. Invest in yourself and the growth of your organization by attending these two phenomenal events. My initial opinion before taking the training was that ads are just challenging. They're confusing. There's lots of options. As a marketer myself, I knew that they were powerful and I knew that they were something that I wanted us to invest and learn more about. And even as a social media user myself, I kind of internalize what makes me stop and listen and look and kind of take that as my first step of when I want to create ads. You know, what am I making that's going to make me stop? And I always say, like, it has to be quick, it has to move, and it has to be actionable. Hey there, you're listening to the Missions to Movements podcast, and I'm your host, Dana Snyder, digital strategist for nonprofits and founder and CEO of Positive Equation. This show highlights the digital strategies of organizations making a positive impact in the world. Ready to learn the latest trends, actionable tips, and the real stories from behind the feed? Let's transform your mission into a movement. Hello, everyone. Happy, wonderful Wednesday. If you are listening live, this is part of a like a double header episode day where I'm getting to chat with two previous participants of my Grow Your List ads challenge. And on with us right now, we have Cassie Turgeon. I'm so excited that you are here. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. And everyone, as Cassie just told me before we hit record that this is her first podcast appearance. So please send her all the warm love and support and just radiation and tell her how much goodness she's bringing into the world and what she's doing. Cassie, where's the best place for people just like to shout you down and to give you praise once this episode's released? Yes, absolutely. You can find me on LinkedIn. Please connect with me. Always looking to grow my network with other marketing nonprofit professionals shoot me a message. I'm always open and willing to talk about anything ad marketing related, whatever. 
I love it. Okay, and you are the Digital Marketing Project Manager at the Minneapolis Heart Institute Foundation. And in the past five years, I love how you share, you just like bootstrapped your way into learning digital marketing and fundraising. And I think, amen, as we all have. (laughs) What is the mission? Tell us a little bit about what is the work that you do at the foundation. Yeah, absolutely. So the Minneapolis Heart Institute Foundation, and I'll just say MHIF because our our name is a mouthful. So yeah, (laughs) MHIF, much quicker, easier to say. So our mission is to improve cardiovascular health of individuals and communities through innovative research and education. So we're a nonprofit that partners with doctors who are cardiologists. They lead research that saves lives locally, worldwide. So really intelligent work where I'm not really part of any of the research side of it. My job is to lift up that research and education and kind of share all the great work that we do to patients, promote our events to donors and our community, and kind of grow awareness for what we do in Minnesota and beyond. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And you joined the Grow Your List Ads Challenge in September last year. And we're obviously looking for some email growth. A, how did you hear about it? Why did you end up joining the challenge? What was like the current need that you were looking to fill at the time? Yeah, so kind of a multifaceted answer to this. So I've been at MHIF for three years and I've always been told one of the biggest challenges they face is they're not well known locally. You might go into the hospital and see a cardiologist. You might even participate in research and might not know that it's MHIF that is supporting that work and supporting the research that you're doing. So I would say MHIF is like a very not well-known hidden gem in the Twin Cities. So it's kind of a challenge for me personally is like, how do we fix that issue? We want everyone to know who we are and that we exist. And I always advocated that, you know, digital marketing through Facebook It's going to be a great avenue for us to kind of tackle that challenge, get our name out there and more known in the local community. Luckily, last year, we set aside a really great budget to start doing Facebook ads and for myself to start learning how to use that platform because without a budget, I can't even start to learn how to do such ads. Exactly. So last September, it all kind of collided into just like a really perfect timeline, if I'm being honest, where I was learning the platform by myself for a few months, played around with a few different things. Of course, watched lots of webinars, but never had the chance to like personally ask someone, okay, well, what does this thing do? Mm. How do I accomplish this goal? And I had been following you for a while, Dana, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like kind of a perfect opportunity. Like it's kind of a one-to-many training. Like Let's go for it. This is finally like the chance for me to have that time where I can really learn and have a personalized kind of training, not like super personalized, but you know, yeah, as close as you're going to get. So taking that course, even though it was for like particular new leads ads, it really opened my eyes to all the other tools that the platform on Facebook has as well. Like audiences. I never knew that you could like make an audience through that platform. So yeah, learning what new leads ads were, how well that they performed with a very low budget, and then being able to share those results with my team. They're like, holy smokes, like this is a great (laughs) way 
to get new people into our system who can possibly become donors one day. Yes. And I do want to touch on the fact you mentioned something really key. And I do this too, of going to a bunch of free webinars to try and learn something to DIY it. And I think there are things that you can absolutely do and then implement. What was the difference, do you think, of doing a free webinar on ads in particular versus actually going through the ads challenge together? Yeah, that's a great question. Because someone in nonprofits, you're going to look for the free resources first. And there's plenty of them and there's plenty of great ones. But honestly, like being able to share my screen, ask questions to the group and say, like, okay, this is like the exact thing that I'm pressing. Is this the right thing? Why shouldn't I choose the others? Like those very nitty gritty in the weeds questions, but just not being able to ask that previously when I was doing ads myself and whether you have success or failures and you might not know why, because you don't have anyone to ask. It was great to have that personalization in the group. Yeah, and it was so fun having you in there. We're going to dive into it. You created a great lead magnet and beautiful ad graphics. I mean, you just you. rocked it. You did so good. <laughs> That's why I want to share it with everybody and be like, look what she created. Like, this is so beautiful. It's so possible. So you were kind of like toying with social ads beforehand, but what was your initial opinion prior to using them? My initial opinion before taking the training was that ads are just challenging. They're confusing. There's lots of options. As a marketer myself, I knew that they were powerful and I knew that they were something that I wanted us to invest and learn more about. And even as a social media user myself, I kind of internalize what makes me stop and listen and look and kind of take that as my first step of when I want to create ads. You know, what am I making that's going to make me stop? Exactly. And I always say, like, it has to be quick. It has to move and has to be actionable. So how do you do that? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) But how do you actually create that thing that you're seeing? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So good. And you did. I did, yeah. And I would say, looking back six months ago, the thought process of like, what's an ad that's going to work? I could think that through, but how am I going to execute that? Six Mm. months ago, I would have said, I would have tumbled through it. But where I am now, months after the course from last September, what my capabilities have expanded to doing is like two or threefold. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. Because I love (laughs) hearing that. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. And I want to hear about where you are now. Let's take us back to September. I want to walk everybody through the beautiful ads that you created. So now they have a little bit of understanding about what your mission is, right? So you're obviously very heart, your heart institute foundation, heart focused. How did you come up with the idea for your lead magnet and share with everybody what that was? Well, first of all, it was kind of fun to brainstorm in the group training. We were all like, okay, this is what I do in my work. This is what our mission is. Here's my few ideas that I have. What resonates with the group? And I think I had two or three ideas, but when I shared with the group, oh, what about like a fall soup recipe? Everyone was like, yes, Cassie, do that. Like everyone is going to want to see your heart healthy soup recipe. So I was like, okay, I'll start working on it. (laughs) Luckily, we have a dietitian on staff. So she kind of helped me walk through like how to actually make 
the heart healthy recipes. So there's nutrition facts, all of that. Like it's totally a legit recipe piece of content that folks, you know, when they go through the ad and they click through to it, it's a nice PDF. You can print it out. Just a nice, beautiful recipe that you would get in return for giving us your information. And as far as like the ad graphic and the creative itself. Wait, I'm going to pause real quick before we go to ad graphics. I thought what was also interesting is you also had some research looking at your website. Mm -hmm. And you have information and content on your site that is like scientific in nature, right? Yes. And detailed. And then you have what you call like patient-friendly resources, like something like a recipe. What did you notice on the blog content? Because I think this also spoke to the reason of why selecting that recipe. There was some data there. Yeah, you're exactly right. As far as the content that we have on our website and what we normally share online and on social media, we have two main audiences that we usually curate our content towards. One is this very professional doctor, medicine, medicinal field, research paper sort of driven audience that can understand the research, read the nitty gritty. The other is that patient kind of top of funnel awareness based audience that just wants to read the top of mind, easy to digest content, like recipes, like fun blogs. So on Facebook, I'm pretty sure our audience at this point is going to be more of that patient focused type audience. So when thinking about what audience we would best be able to focus on for Facebook, I was definitely leaning towards the patient-focused audience, and a recipe is just kind of a a shoe-in. Everyone can read, use recipes, especially for that kind of older generation of folks that might start be thinking more about their heart health. Like It's a great first step into understanding who we are as an organization and just get our name out there on a recipe card. Yes. And the idea of it also, it was very specific. It was a, was it pumpkin soup? Yeah. Heart healthy pumpkin soup. Yeah. So it was falling right into that fall cultural moment that was happening, which was so smart. Okay. I had to take a quick break here because I needed to ask you, are you ready to run your own social ads to grow your own email list with a hundred plus new people ready to learn about your mission in just seven days? Yeah, I'm here to help make that happen. I will work with you on creating your lead magnet, review your ad creative, your ad copy, and make sure that we're setting up your ads for success. The next round of my Grow Your List Ads Challenge starts the week of March 11th, right around the corner. Limited spots are left. This happens in a small group container. So click the link in the show notes or go to my website, positiveequation.com to learn more and secure your spot. Now, the next ads challenge will not run until September. So if you want a big boost to your email list now and to nurture those people leading up to giving season, click the link in the show notes or go to my website again, positiveequation.com to learn more. So now I do want to dive into your ad creative, which was beautiful. And you created it all in Canva, right? All in Canva. Yep. All in Canva is beautiful. And we had two different ad graphics. Can you just like explain what was the difference between the two were? Yeah. So first of all, Canva, great. Cannot recommend that enough as a tool for creating your graphics, especially pro accounts that you get for free at nonprofits. It just, yes. you can make so many different sizes. So you can also make like the Instagram size as well to go with your ads. It's all just so easy. 
So I ended up finding two free photos on Canva that were just beautiful pumpkin soup photos. If you want to see these, by the way, I will put the images in the show notes for everybody to check out. Perfect. So pumpkin soup is big front and center on the ad. That's the first thing you basically will see. And then I just had some animations of the text. I think just to like get a heart healthy pumpkin soup recipe for tonight or something like that as text that moved in. So when you scrolled, that's the, in my opinion, the animation that might make you stop. Mm -hmm. And the actual ad copy itself was like a sentence. Like, what are you having for dinner tonight? Do you want to stay cozy and have soup? Heart healthy soup. Yeah. Stay cozy, but also healthy tonight with pumpkin soup. It was so good. It was so simple. And let's talk about what did you end up spending? Yes. So I've got the exact numbers. So over seven days, we ended up spending $375. And through the course, which I thought was really, really cool, was targeting those different audiences and learning, well, one, learning how to target different audiences and have all the same ad graphics go towards those. And then changing as the days pass, depending on which audiences are working better, what your spend is looking like for each graphic. So we targeted three different audiences, lookalikes, Facebook users in Minnesota, and then also a warm audience, which were essentially our Facebook and Instagram followers. By far, the lookalike audience is what performed the best for us. That was an audience where we told Facebook, hey, take our Facebook followers and people that have visited our page and engaged in our content within the past 180 days and make lookalikes of them and show them this ad. <laughs> Look at you. Cassie, you're a pro. I oh, love like listening you. to you explain this. Like You're crushing it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I rehearsed a little bit, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Doing so good. Okay, so your three audiences. So interesting. So Megan is talking about her ads and her lookalikes like bombed. So this is what's so interesting. interesting. Everybody's unique. Everyone's unique. That's why like, it's not a one size fits all. That's why we do these tests is because we need to know. And like your saved audience, your, she's not going to target to Minnesota. That makes sense for you, right? Like everyone's going to have their unique audiences. So we go through individually based on the organization and we think about what three audiences make sense to test. So your most successful was your lookalike, which is super interesting. What was your, how many total overall leads did you generate? Yeah. So we totaled 246 leads and that resulted in a dollar and 50 per lead. So super cheap. Imagine if each of those people donated $5 one day, like insane. (laughs) 1000% worth it. Yes. Yes. That's absolutely incredible. Incredible. And you reached overall how many people with this ad? Yeah. So we had 21,000 impressions and 13,000 reach. Awesome. You're also getting with these ads. I mean, the goal is leads. The goal is our email subscribers. Right. You're also getting brand awareness of just having your logo in this ad being shown to all of these people. Amazing. Absolutely. So once you had people go through and they signed up, Something that we talked about during the challenge was an email welcome series. What did your email series look like? We had a three email journey that we sent all these new leads on. 
So the first email was just kind of a general, this is who MHIF is. We're excited you've joined our community. Here's a few links to our website if you're interested in reading, but we're just excited you're here. Welcome to the community. And our email system is kind of cool where it allows us to make that judgment depending on what they do with that first email. So we had a chunk of folks who opened that email. Great. And then we had another chunk of folks that didn't open that email after, let's say, five days. Then we'll end up resending you that first email just so you get the chance to read it again. And we have like scoring. So if you did open that first email, you'll get maybe plus 10 score. And if you didn't, we'll just resend you the next email. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we use Pardot through Salesforce. So it kind of allows us to curate this potentially very high score for some of these folks for our giving officers to really target in like, oh, Dana opened all these emails and she has a really high score now. So maybe it's worth reaching out to her in the future. Interesting. Okay. A very mature viewpoint at retirement. That's cool though. I like that you can see that engagement. Yeah, absolutely. So the second email was patient stories. So that's one of our really highly read pieces of content is our impact stories, reading how our patients experienced our research. So second email was sending them to the impact of our work. And then the third email was just another fun engagement. We do a lot of pop quizzes, at least in the past year since I've been here. So a pop quiz on heart disease, how much do you know about heart disease and the call to action leads them back to our website. Amazing. And I think what's interesting is I love to talk about unsubscribes because some people are like, okay, well, these leads, are they going to stick around? So how many of those emails are still like actively engaged? We had 246 leads. As of today, how many months has it been? Six months, maybe? Just about, yeah. 226 are still mailable and are still staying engaged. Amazing. In the past six months, have you run another lead generation ad campaign yet? We have not yet. So fall is our very crazy busy event season. And then we have end of year giving. But I am currently billing our 2024 calendar. Still not used to saying 2024. (laughs) (laughs) And what we want to do for new leads ads again this year. I think recipes are probably another shoe in. We should probably just do another like summer heart healthy salad. Oof. Yes. Be great. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You could do so many just around top cultural moments. Think about things for Mother's Day, Father's Day, St. Patrick's, and just Easter. Like when people are coming together around the table, what's a recipe that you can make with your family? I don't know. There's so many, like for all generations, heart healthy. Like, yes. You could go wild in exploring things. Yeah. It's heart month in February. So we're doing lots of ads around that, mostly towards fundraising. Next year, even though it's a long ways away, what I would love to do is like a coloring page so people can get download a coloring page maybe or for Thanksgiving, like a colored Thanksgiving card, maybe from our like staff's kids that like drew a little. Do you know what I actually asked for for my birthday this year? (laughs) I asked my husband to get me like a paint in numbers kit fun yes it's very like on theme adults wanting to color and paint it's like taking a breath away from technology for a minute so i think that would be brilliant like an adult coloring page even it doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. like kid-centric i think it's so smart 
Absolutely. Well, in our audience is a lot of what could be grandparents or soon to be grandparents. So yeah, maybe something like for their kids or for their grandkids. For the grandkids. Yeah. Now you're thinking. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So good. Okay. Cassie, can I ask you, what is one thing that you would like to ask for help and support on? And actually, before I ask that question, just like congratulations. I'm so stinking proud of you. We had such (laughs) a great group in September and I love to like see your confidence with ads moving forward. And it's just, it makes me so happy to see as a teacher, like I just try and plant the seed and then get you guys excited and see that it's possible. So yes, you rock. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I really, I can't like speak enough about like how many doors this is open for me, even though it was, you know, three zoom sessions and some working at home on these things. Like it's just really changed the way that I work on Facebook. So wow, thank you. That's amazing, (laughs) Kathy. I love to hear that. Yay. Yay. Congratulations. You deserve it all. Congrats. That's huge. So, which is actually perfectly leading to Now, what is one thing that you would like to ask for help or support on? (laughs) Yeah. So in my experimenting with other Facebook ads, what we mostly do as an organization is we host a ton of events. So a lot of our Facebook campaigns are for getting people to a landing page to hopefully register. And some events are really successful for this, especially ones that are free Others are harder, obviously, with a price point that folks have to pay to register. We noticed recently, even with one of our events that was free, we were getting a lot of great clicks, like the click-through ratio and like what we were paying per click was super low, but we only got like a very small handful of people that actually registered. And granted, this was an in-person event. It was not virtual. Okay. So just curious if you have any thoughts on how to improve ads that are seemingly performing well on Facebook for the actual registrations that you're getting or whatever goal you're getting is not coming to fruition? Great question. So I would look at a couple things. I would, A, if your click-through rate is good, that means that you're getting the right people and your ad is working. But then I would look at, is the sign-up page, is it loading slow? Is the form daunting? The other thing that you could test is actually having them sign up through a Facebook form instead of having them go out to a separate website. Have Mm -hmm. them actually just do the sign up on the platform. That would be something to test. Instead of thinking about it just as a lead ad, we are collecting an email. They're actually RSVPing for an event in that form. Right. That could be an interesting to test. But I would, again, I would check out your, if it's in person, making sure that they realize that, make sure that's really clear in the ad copy if that's something that's deterring people for some reason. And then my last thing is I would, instead of doing a traffic campaign, because what you're telling Meta is I want clicks. I just want Mm. people to go to this site. Instead, I would do a conversion campaign as if it's sales, but it's actually signups because you want them to actually finish filling out the form. So you want a different type of audience that's going to go all the way through. So I would change the ad type at the very beginning if you're still having them go to the website, or I would test like an actual form on Facebook. Thank you. Yeah, that's great advice. Because I think I was going off of 
traffic because they have a little, you know, bullet for a landing page because we are trying mm-hmm. to get them to a landing page, but we want them to take an action after they get to said landing page. Yes. So I assume that that was correct, but be that as it may, when you have someone to ask, yeah, <laughs> then, then a little bit of insight comes to mind. That's right. I would A-B test doing a form directly on Facebook, very similar to the one that we set up together. Yeah. And then I would test still sending people to the website, but having it be a conversion instead. And then make sure with your pixel that you have that button tracked as that item or else it's not going to capture anything anyways. Right. The other way to do it is if you're having difficulty with the pixel, if you did have a landing page and you did run traffic to it, but it was only for paid traffic. That way you could tell that organic traffic isn't coming there. So you know exactly what your numbers right. are. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Thank you. You're welcome. Cassie, where can people connect with you? Where can they follow up with you? LinkedIn. Please follow up with me, connect with me on LinkedIn. I need more people in my network. The nonprofit marketing folks out there, please send me a message. I would love to chat. Literally about anything. It doesn't even have to be work-related. Please be my friend. Yay. <laughs> I love it. Yay. Thank I'll be you. your friend, Cassie. <laughs> hey, thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for all the hard work that you do at the Institute. They're grateful to have you. Oh, thank you so much. It's a pleasure being on. Can you tell I love talking all things digital? To make this show better, I'd be so grateful for your feedback. Leave a review take a screenshot of this episode, share it on Instagram stories and tag positive equation with one E so I can reshare and connect with you.